Hi, and welcome back to the HSP Connection with me, Philippa Robinson. And me, Robbie Lee. This is where we share our stories, insights, and strategies to help fellow highly sensitive people navigate their own path to living a fulfilling and meaningful life. We're on a mission to reclaim the word sensitive and help the world see the strength in sensitivity. So, Robbie, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which I know I say about a lot of topics. Well, but this it really, really is. is this really is. is. Yeah. And it's self-love. Yay. Self-love. Yes. 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 Oh, man. I know for myself, I've been on quite a journey of self-love. Like when, when I really started embracing what it meant to be an HSP and like after my my health shut down my life and I was back on my healing road. One of the big parts of healing was growing my self love. Mm -hmm. And I know that I couldn't have gone very far down that path without doing that. So I, I just, it's just, I think it is so vital and I'm really excited to be in conversation about it. Yeah, me too. And as you were talking, then I could feel like the emotion welling up in me already. <laughs> We've already like a minute in. Because <laughs> it, it it is so so important. And um I definitely didn't grow up feeling uh, any self-love. So and I'm I know I'm not alone. No. And it's quite a journey when you it really, really yeah. is. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about when you're little. Oh my gosh, there's so many messages that we get when we're little. And for a lot of us, it's things like you have to do X in order to earn love. And even if that's not explicitly said, it's how it feels, right? And we also, so for me, I definitely internalize that message. I don't at all think my parents meant that but that's what I interpreted as little me you know if I have to get good grades I have to be good I have to um not break the rules like these are the things that would earn me love and it's the root of my perfectionism and people pleasing you know it came from part of that and We also get messages from home and from society, from school, all the systems that we've talked about before. Things like who you are isn't good enough or that part of you needs to be changed. You know, don't cry. I'll give you something to cry about. Why are you so sensitive? Um, Stop being so loud. You're too emotional. All the messages you're too quiet. (laughs) So for me, like, you know, for me, it was, you're too quiet. Um, stop being whatever, be more sociable, speak up. Um, because kids, we get, we get told all of these things. Cause again, people are trying to make us fit into the system. So the system will work. And the downside of that is then we've internalized these messages of, Oh, I'm not who I am. Isn't lovable. I need to change myself to be loved yeah yeah and I got the opposite I got the stop stop talking so much stop (laughs) um but they're exact they're 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 definitely just um 
two, you know, different sides of the same thing. Yeah. And you're right, it is, uh, I, I totally agree with you, that it is all about fitting into what this norm is, this society yeah. norm, and um, and not to throw parents under the bus because, not at all. you know, um, you know, much as my parents weren't great parents, um, I, I don't for one minute believe that they they wanted to create in me self-loathing instead of self-love. Um, I think they were just completely blind to that may might have been the outcome. And also they, I don't think they loved themselves that much either. So it, it it's not a surprise that they couldn't model that for me. I think you raise such a great point. I mean, our and our parents are often doing their best to prepare us for the world as they know it, right? So telling us to be quiet or speak up more could be in an effort to be like, so that you're socially acceptable, so you'll be okay in life. Like, you know, a lot of these come from that good place of I'm trying to trying to give you the skills to survive out there. And this is the best I know, you know. And a lot of it is written by their story. 100% right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've talked on the podcast before about my mum putting me on my first diet when I was seven. Oh. And a, a lot of that was because as an adult, she had had issues with her body image. Yeah. And you know, I don't think she wanted me to suffer like that. I think there, I definitely think there was also an element of she didn't want to have a fat kid as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it certainly didn't work. <laughs> you know, shaming <laughs> me like that didn't work. And she didn't get the daughter who looked the way that she wanted her to look. Um, but all, all, everything that you talked about at the beginning, you know, I resonate with so much, and I'm sure the listeners do as well to, to to varying degrees, but I'm sure they absolutely understand what you're talking about. And if I may, that that is all about us looking outwards and getting love from out, outside. I was just going to go here. You're, you were on the same track. Yes, exactly. Go. Well, we often yes. are, aren't we? Uh -huh. and, and that is absolutely my experience, your experience, the experience of a lot of people listening, which is why what you want to talk about today is so important. Over to you. Oh, you're so sweet. You didn't have to pass the baton, but thank you. Yeah, because love really is an inside game. You know, the all of these things that we are searching for outside of ourselves. We want someone else to love us. We want someone else to accept us. We want someone to think we're smart or we're kind or whatever those, whatever that longing is, was we all have longings and we we often direct them outside. I wish, I wish so-and-so would think of me in this light. And all of those really boil down to a longing within ourselves to feel that way about ourselves. And so we can become aware of what those are by noticing like, what are we like in the work setting? Why don't I wish people would think I would smart. It's a really good um, indicator of 
huh, how, what is my relationship to how I'm feeling about my own in- intelligence? Like what, what's going on in there with my self-talk? Am I loving that part of myself? Do I fully accept that part of myself? What's going on there? Yeah, I'm feeling quite emotional there. <laughs> yeah. It's really, um, yeah, it, it, it just, it just runs so deep. And doesn't it? And the, and the, and those those harsh words or that that you might have heard, all those feelings that you grow up uh, feeling that you're not enough, that you're not, yes. you, you know, whatever enough. You know, we know all of those. Not enough. Not not thin enough. Not clever enough. Not mm-hmm. I don't know. Fast enough at sport. Not mm-hmm. not anything. Everything enough. And yeah. to to be able. You know, I'm now as a 50 year old adult. So, you know, hopefully people listening are going to be able to do it a lot earlier than that. But to be able to turn that around at long last and be able to feel that love inside and know that I am totally and utterly acceptable and lovable and loved. Yes. Exactly as I am. Yes. Is like, I mean, it's life-changing. It is. Yeah, you're at it now. I'm getting emotional, (laughs) yes. It's like, oh, Oh, it's a cry fest today. Yes, because, you know, that that acceptability, like the self-acceptance, which I think is so closely tied to self-love, it's something I've been aware of lately for myself. And these messages... And they can be so sneaky, but it's some version of like, I'll be good enough when I do, like when I've lost the weight, then I'll be acceptable, right? Yeah. When I've made this much money, then I'll be acceptable. When I've, I mean, fill in the blank, right? But there's this, what that, and there's nothing wrong with having goals, but what that does, it's that constant message to ourselves is the way we are right now is not okay. And one of the one, ones that I noticed I was doing to myself is, well, when I'm healthier, then, because I'm still on this health journey <laughs> I've been with for years, it's still, things still flare up for me. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I, I am lovable and acceptable, even if I never get any healthier, just the way I am right now. And yeah, it's going to make me tear up, I guess. But that's the power of self-love, though, it, because it is it is really digging into these messages that can be so sneaky. Like, I didn't even realize I was telling myself that. But we are each lovable and acceptable right now. And if and the place to start with feeling that is giving it to yourself. That's the phenomenon of you don't think you're pretty. Five people say, oh, my gosh, you look so pretty. But it doesn't stick, right? It's just like it doesn't like move the needle for you. Like it feels good for a second, but you don't really believe it. And so it's not really, it doesn't stick until you believe you're beautiful. Then it's like, oh yeah, thank you. Yes. 
You, and you're right. You're absolutely right that pe people, so, you know, hundreds of people can tell you you're beautiful. But if you don't believe it, it it's absolutely it's going to stay on the outside. Yes. It's not going to come inside. That's right. And and I think just opening yourself to the possibility that actually maybe I am beautiful could be a, a little start. Couldn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, all these are can all these people be wrong? How do I, how do, why do I think that I'm so much more right than all these other people who were telling me I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm whatever it is. So maybe just a little chink, a little bit of a possibility that that might be true mm -hmm. is a, is, is a good start, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I was telling you before we started recording that somebody put a comment on one of my LinkedIn posts today saying I'm beautiful inside and out. And it was like, it, it was a bit cringy, but actually, I kind of, I mean, I'm sorry if this sounds like, but I, I kind of believe that. Yes. I think I think I am. So, yes. uh, you know, so yes, it's a little bit cringy, but it's nowhere near, I'd be batting that about, I'd be deleting it, mm. you know, going, can't possibly have that comment there. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, don't be so, don't, don't be so daft. Of course not. And um, and who am I to tell that person that they don't think right. that? That's right. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. So um, I, yeah. I mean, it's just huge. I mean, I I do. I, I mean, there's always you know, as we've said, there's always a bit more work to do, but I have massively changed things around in the last few years to be able to believe that more mm -hmm. and none so much about as about my body actually and um I remember I I started with if this is as good as it gets can I live with this mm. if I don't get any slimmer you know after doing yet another diet and I did one yeah. of those you know have virtually no calories and lost yeah. loads of weight sure. um it's great. Didn't stay off though, because huh, guess what? They don't. Um, yes. And because I hadn't done the inner work. So mm. yeah, could I accept if this was as good as it got, could I accept that? And I realized I could. Mm. And that was my first step to moving along the line to actually, this is not just as good as it gets. This is really great. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love, I love the way you broke that down into the first step was, well, if this is as good as it gets, could I live with it? You yeah. know? And now you're like, actually, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. When you were talking about that, I was thinking about all the messages we get about what is wrong with us because oh, people yeah. are trying to sell us products to fix the thing that's wrong with us. Right. Absolutely. And so the flip side of that is we go, oh, there's something that needs to be fixed. Yeah. We need um, a cream for that, or we need a or, or a or a potion or a lotion or a pill or a something. Right. Something yeah. that is going to and preferably something that's going to cost us a lot of money. And they're going to press that pain point in us and yeah. tell us that we are not filling the blank enough. Yeah. And you know, you are going to be, I mean, they don't say you're going to be enough, but the idea is that you will feel a lot better about yourself. Absolutely. And what's so 
sneaky about it too. Because I, I, I can look back through my life and I was not a fat child. I didn't start gaining weight until adulthood. I was actually a quite thin child. But in college, I, well, a little bit in high school and definitely in college, I just thought I'm fat. And I can look back on photos and go, I was objectively not fat. But my experience was I'm feeling like I'm not thin enough. Yeah. I need, and and the conversation for my mom all growing up was always, she was on a diet and this diet and she's weighed too much. And so that was like, I just soaked that all up. Um, And it's just like, I just keep thinking about the messages we get everywhere. Like it's, it makes sense that we're, you know, we've, we've got some challenges with self-love and self-acceptance because we're, we're not getting a lot of messages out there in media saying, you know what? You don't need this. You're perfect yeah. just the way you are. You're great. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine if that, those were the messages that were on billboards and that were yeah. um, on the TV? And I mean, I think more so, I don't know about in the US, but more so the adverts on the TV here are much more inclusive. We see much more yes different better mm-hmm. different um bodies and colors of skin and um bodies that work in different ways and you know yeah. all all manner I'm, I'm like yeah bring this on this is this is much more real yes yes there uh surprise there's more than one body type of human right? oh, shock, <laughs> shock, shock shock uh so yes i agree it's same in the u.s like we, we are seeing more representation of all different types of bodies which is beautiful um and yeah <laughs> still a ways to go and, oh a long yeah. long way to go and you know so many generations of conditioning to yeah. um to move away from yeah a hundred percent. There are, there are people in my family and in my wife's family where it's just like, the, it's a constant conversation about calories about, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't, I can't have this conversation. I, I'm, I'm not doing this with you. Look, yeah. I don't care what you're eating. Cause it's like, Oh, I shouldn't have that many. Calories. Like, I don't, I don't care. And you don't need to be having that conversation with me. Like if yes. enjoy yourself or Whatever that looks, whether that means eating it or not, enjoy yourself. Like you don't need to be because it's always like this guilt and yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's so much about body. I'm sure we could get into yeah. but and it's yeah. also incredibly boring. Oh, it's right? boring. It's really boring spending time with people who all they do is talk about whether they're going to eat something, not going to eat it, or feel guilty after they've eaten it. I mean, I'm just honing in on yes. food here because I'm sure we've yeah. all experienced that. It and it. It's just made it into such a big, such a big deal. Yeah. And which just goes to perpetuate it. You know, I grew up with a mother who berated herself all the time for the size she was. And, um, you know, so that's definitely where I got my first ideas of um, what it might be. Or certainly the way she looked was clearly not acceptable because of the way that she treated her body and talked about herself. Um, I still didn't know quite what I should look like. I learned what I shouldn't look like. Um, And then I got told that I shouldn't look like I looked like. So then it's like, okay, but what do I do? 
what what yeah. what what you, you know so you know we're constantly striving for something that we don't even know what that is mm. <laughs> yeah you're right it's just something not it's something other than what we are exactly <laughs> so we are always always going to be striving for that yes because the only thing we actually can be is who we are mm. that's right and, and and who we are say, is and who yeah. we are is bloody wonderful yes like isn't that a wonderful concept to think about just like all that energy that goes to, I need to fix this about myself and fix that and fix that and change this and fix taking all that back and just being like, huh. And who I am is great. Yeah. Not perfect, whatever perfect is, because that's a made up construct. Exactly. But perfectly me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love the, I love the, what's the quote, which, you know, I, I butcher quotes all the time, but it's like, <laughs> be yourself because everyone else is taken. It's taken. That's you right. Know, be, just be yourself. Be you. But I don't think we can have this conversation without talking about, okay, so, you know, say somebody's listening and they go, right, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to love myself and I'm going to accept that mm-hmm. who I am is wonderful. Um, What then happens is, that not everybody is going to like that. Mm-hmm. True. Because a lot of people have bought into this, you know, message that we have to. And, the, the, you know, there's a massive billion dollar industry around, listen to me talking in dollars as well, billion dollar industry around changing, <laughs> changing who we are. Yeah. So I mean, it's blooming radical and disobedient, isn't it? it goes completely against what we've been taught mm-hmm. to go. No, I'm I'm not going to listen to those messages anymore. I am going to be me, and I am going to like who I am. I'm going to love yeah. who I am. Absolutely. And I'm just going to be me out in the world, being joyful and you know doing my best. And yeah. you know, my God, you know, and you know. Don't get me wrong. I know that not every day is a day full of joy, uh, but but having more joy and having mm-hmm. more of those moments of feeling good, good about ourselves, good about our life. Um, but there are a lot, a lot of people who have really spent a lot of time and effort and money buying into that whole story that yeah. we have to be making ourselves be a certain way. And they, you know, they're so, they've bought into it so much that they cannot see other people Mm. not buying into it and being happy. Yeah. So they kind of have to spoil it or try and spoil it. They try. I was going to say try. Am I, am I, are you getting what I'm saying? Am I explaining that enough, do you think? Well enough. Well, I know what you're talking about and it makes me think about back in the the last corporate job I had, there was a woman, she was new to the team. And as as jobs do, the food was there. You know, it's just like, there's always an occasion for food. Food would happen, right? And she was constantly talking about, like I'd mentioned, kind of like the calorie and is she going to eat it and whatever. And I just kind of like would engage. But then she said something to somebody else about their food. And I'm just like, oh, fuck that. That's not, I'm not doing that. And so I just, I was just like, who cares? 
why, why would you need to comment on somebody else's food? And like, that's all I did. And then I changed, the, you know, it's like move the conversation and she never brought up food again in my presence. Right. So it's like, you're right. Like people, like, cause we're all walking around with our own stuff. So yeah. food, food for her was really important because of her, what her body looked like was really an important focus for her. And as I got to know her, I learned why that was. Yep. And, you know, because we all have our stuff. We do. And, um, and so she was then spilling that over into other people, like you were talking about, right? It's just like, oh, well, let me bring my thing to you, to your land now. Why are you having two of those? Well, you know, <laughs> this is like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just delicious. It is yes. a food, you know. Yeah. Um, so that I think I said that as an example to be like, if she had said that and it was a hot button for me, then that could have taken me down into, oh yeah, you know, like my own judgment could start again. But because I it wasn't one for me, I had some pretty solid self-acceptance and self-love around this area, at least at the time when she said it, it didn't, it didn't hit anything for me. It kind of bounced off and I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So I think it still comes back to like, how are we feeling on the inside? It helps a lot. But to your point, not everyone is just going to go along with our new way of being in the world. No, no. And you, you, you make a very good point. So when I say that some people might try and spoil it, they've got their own stuff going on. Yeah. And and it is and so when we are trying this whole self-love thing, because you know, please try it because you know yes. it 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 it's life-changing. Yes. Um you know, like you said, if, if, if until it's not a hot button anymore, mm-hmm. maybe you know you 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 pick and choose who you spend your time with you pick and choose who you have the conversations with mm-hmm. you, you as much as you can and you yep. stay out of sort of more inflammatory type situations until you can feel more grounded in them i think that's uh, really great advice yeah yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm quite grounded a lot of the time now and i can hear what people are saying not like it but mm-hmm. not turn it inwards, um, mm. which is how I would always have done. Uh, yeah. I would always have turned it inwards and gone away and told myself, silly fat cat, or whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. words came up, and they were very unkind. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, some down, some days, I'm not quite so grounded, and it still can wobble me. Um, and I can just, I can catch it, you know, eventually it might take an hour. It might take a day uh, to catch it. Uh, but it, it's, it was like anything. It's a practice, isn't it? It is. It, it is. And I, I wondered what were some of the first practices you started doing on kind of your self-love journey? Do you remember? Ooh. Or any that's any that stick out. You might not that's remember. Funny, the first ones. I was going to ask you the same question. So well, we'll I'm happy to answer second. too. You yeah. go first. <laughs> Why I think of my answer, you go first. Okay. Well, one of the things I did, like I had to keep things simple because if I made it too complicated, it like gave opportunities for that negative self talk to grab onto something. Mm. 
And so I think I've mentioned this before, like I would do mirror work, but not where like I would sit and stare at myself for a long time because that gave my brain a chance to be like all the negative things. So I would do like drive by mirrors and like quick hits. So I would just be like every little thing I could think about that I could be excited about. I would like give myself a high five and go, you did it. Look, that's incredible. And then I'd move on. Like, that's it. So it'd be really fast. High five in the mirror. High five in the mirror. Yeah, I love and it. And I'd be like, great job, you. Yes. And, and, and then leave, you know. Um, that So that was one of my first ones. And it was like, a di- and, I, and then I made it a game. It's like, how many times can I find something to high five about? You know, and it's like, so just, and that, it sounds so... <laughs> I don't know how it sounds, but it could sound silly or childish or whatever, but it was so fun. Yeah. And you know what? Like our inner us responds to that. It's like, we're being congratulated. It's like, yeah, look at you. Good job. Yeah. You did a and, thing. And, and it and, can... no, sorry. Well, you're already you is just hearing yourself be congratulated, even if it's, it's you congratulating yourself. I mean, it that's works. exactly right. It Absolutely really works. It works. Yeah. yeah. And it could be... Um, it, like it was a whole broad, th- so it could be something like I wanted to meditate that day and I did it, but like, look at you, good job. And it could also be something like, oh, I didn't do the thing and look, I didn't beat up on myself. Yay. That's great. You know, good job. So it could, I mean, honestly, it could have just been all over the place, but I started looking for ways to congratulate myself to build myself up because that was on the back end of all of this negative self-talk, the voice that was constantly looking for every little thing that was wrong, that I did wrong, that I was wrong. And so this was a counter, I don't want to say attack, but <laughs> the, the counter, counter move, move, counter, counter move. move, much better. It was yeah. a counter move to that. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the first things I started doing. Did you think I, of one? I really okay. love that, that it wasn't just about things you'd done. It was you were yeah. also celebrating, congratulating yourself for not bad-mouthing yourself, for not yeah. doing something that you meant to do. I think exactly. that is absolutely wonderful because that's and that's a whole other level, I think, when yes. you get to there. Yeah, I've got a few now. Um, now I've had time to think. But mm-hmm. certainly my my journey, my story, when I had my breakdown in 2017, my story was very much around people pleasing. And mm-hmm. if I, because I thought I was going to lose the sight in my eye. I, yeah. I, anyway, I, if I couldn't be the people pleaser, the pleasing everybody, the meeting everybody else's needs, if I couldn't be that person, I was utterly worthless. That was my story yeah. uh, in 2017, because up until then, my story had been, oh, look at me doing all these things for everybody else, which I'm not was not a great place to be. But I could do those things yeah, completely to my own detriment. But I could do those things. And then when it became apparent that I actually I probably wasn't going to be able to do those things anymore I was like god you know my self-worth was like at the 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 all-time low I mean it wasn't great most of the time but all-time low so my first steps were were all about doing things that I wanted to do that weren't about anybody else yes Beautiful. You know, I mean, they tick self-care boxes, they tick lots of boxes, but they did also tick the box of um of, of self-love. Mm. 
that it was something I wanted to do. And it was something that didn't, it, 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 it didn't, it did help other people, but actually it didn't help the people that I'd always spent all my life helping. And it was something that I had chosen to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very little baby steps. And that's how I have done most of my inner work, little baby steps. Yeah. Um, Like you, I ended up doing mirror work. Um, My therapist got me doing mirror work, but mine was sitting in a mirror, sitting in front of a mirror, staring at myself. Um, and I couldn't do it for three weeks without just bawling. I just cried because yes. all I could see was the pain in my eyes. Yes. Um, and I couldn't do it for, I don't know, 10 seconds the first day and I was bawling yeah. my eyes. But it did actually gradually get better. Mm-hmm. It was it was letting the emotion out it really helped. And then I... I mean, you know, I look at myself in the mirror these days. I mean, being on Zoom, you know, we record this on Zoom, but being in Zoom all the way through, you know, the pandemic, I've learned to see myself a lot now. And, you know, I look at myself in the mirror these days and I kind of smile at myself and go, oh, you know, hi, it's fine. I don't don't have that aversion to it anymore. Um, And one other little thing that really helped. So the mirror work was phenomenal, but it was hard. It is mm-hmm. hard. And I never did it. I only ever did it with my face. I never did it with my body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I never did it with my body. Um, the other thing, um, I do, I'm, I don't think affirmations can cure everything, but I think there is a time and a place for an affirmation. And I used to have, in fact, I still have it. It's the wallpaper on my phone is a post-it on which I have written, you are safe and you are looked after. And that's what I needed. So that has probably been there for about six years. And I needed to hear that then. I really needed to know that I was safe. And that was a real act of self-love for me. I knew I needed to hear it. And I saw it every time I picked my phone up, I saw it. And, you know, I know it's still there. I don't look at it anywhere near as much as I used to do. But that really worked as well. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I love everything you're saying so much and that that post note when you were talking about that I'm just like oh and you created that you're yeah. safe because you've made it safe for yourself exactly. you know yes I've got me now it's okay yes I am yes. looking after me yes I did a lot Chills. of inner child work and reparenting mm-hmm. my really hurt inner child and um that's that so part of that work that I did was um I think I was given a whole long list of affirmations and, you know, read them all out until one just went, oh, and and that was the one that made me go, oh, that's what I needed to hear. So um, that's why I wrote that one down. Um, Yeah. And I think that's actually the only affirmation I've really used in that way, actually. Mm -hmm. It was very meaningful at the time. still is. Yeah. I love that you let your gut decide you know it's like when you felt it and I think that's the key with affirmations I think where it can go wrong is when you're saying something and your brain is contradicting it and so it's just like well what energy are you putting out there yeah (laughs) when you can find the one that that you feel that's different yeah feel that the one that you can feel in your body that makes you go yeah that's what I need it's exactly Um, right so anybody out there who is using affirmations and is wondering why they're not working well maybe there's a a different one that might work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It reminds me like 
after the high five, I, once I was comfortable with that, I would do things like look at my eyes and say, I love you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I could never, I could never have started with that, which is why I love what you talked about. Like it's baby steps. Like this, yeah. these are things that like, don't, it's okay if you can't do it now. It doesn't mean you won't be able to, because it's just, it's building on it a little thing at a time, a little thing at a time and yeah. over time. And now I can absolutely look at myself in the eyes and say, I love you, you know, and I couldn't have when I started. There's no mm. way. There's no way. Mm. Do you remember that day in our community where we all, where we said that we all loved each other? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was really interesting because that was, that was a real moment because yes, I'm, I I I do love myself and I love my family, but saying people outside to other people outside of that, yeah, you know, that I love them is like a whole, oh, okay, what does that mean? And, uh, and uh, you know, it all feels really vulnerable, actually, w- weirdly, yeah. more vulnerable. And that was really, that was a really lovely day, a, a lovely time um, that, that that happened. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, you have to love you inside to be able to do that. That's exactly right. I mean, that is another wonderful thing about the work of self-love is mm-hmm. that once once we're giving that to ourselves, we then have something else to offer. And I mean, I could look past, back in my life and go, well, I was always, you know, giving out love. And sure, to some degree, I definitely was, but there was also a lot of woundedness and, yes. you know, and neediness and things that I was giving out with that. Um, and probably conditions because I was feeling conditional love toward myself. So it's really all I could offer, even if I wanted to be able to offer more. Like the desire was to be different, but the reality probably wasn't there. But when you can, when you have that within yourself, then you have that resource to truly give to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm talking of giving to somebody else. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about um the self-love club? <laughs> Yes, I'm super excited uh, about, I don't want to, is, is, it, is it a class? Is it a circle? Is it a group? Group? I hadn't I hadn't planned far enough ahead, Philippa, to decide what I want to name it, but I, program, that's the word. Yeah, it's and it's got a working I'm, title. It yeah, might change. It's a, but. It, exactly. But a program that I'm working on, launching in January 2023 whose working title is self love club and it's all about what we're talking about it is opportunities to really feel fill your own inner cup to look at these different parts of yourself and learn how to gr- fall in love right how to grow that love and acceptance and self compassion um yeah. And it's, it's exciting. In, it's I'm I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. And why oh. why why would we want why would anybody listening want to do that? I don't know how we can move forward with healing, with growth, with our own like inner work and evolution without growing self-love like I I think you just you will hit a wall that you won't be able to get past 
until you learn to do that. And aside from that, like you deserve to be loved. And so all these things that you're seeking outside of yourself, they are available to you, but you've got to learn how to give them to yourself first. Like that's how they become available to you, honestly. And I don't mean that that means you have to be alone. I don't mean that. But I mean, by learning how to love yourself enables you then to be loved by others and to love others. Like it, yeah, it's, um, gosh, everyone deserves to love themselves. I know. I know. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can hear your passion in it. And I know how we, we've been meaning to do a self-love episode for a, for a while yeah. because this is, you know, one of our favorites it is and it's definitely one of your I'm not saying it's not one of mine but it's really one of yours it really is yeah it, it really, really is. is it, it really, really is. is so more news on that program as as it absolutely comes. but you yes. know this is definitely your passion and that's why you know like we were talking about um earlier it's life-changing it is it is it really is it has been for both of us and yeah for everyone I talk to who invests in this like it's Investing in yourself in this way of learning how to appreciate and love yourself will yield (laughs) tremendous benefit. Like, I don't know a better investment, honestly, than growing your own self-love. I totally agree. And everyone benefits as well. The ripple effect. Yes. Is that everybody around you then benefits? So yes. it's not selfish. It's not no. like navel gazing. It's not, it, no. it, it's real quality, important, deep work that 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 allows you to be the best version of yourself mm. and take that best version of yourself into all your relationships. Um, mm. And everybody benefits. So yeah. yes. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Have we have we covered all your areas of self-love you want to talk about today i mean we yeah i was gonna say we could talk forever but yeah i think i think we've 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 done it justice today i think and uh, more to come in the future yeah definitely but well we'll leave it there for today so it's bye from me and bye from me thanks for listening to hsp connection if you've enjoyed it hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast and share it with anyone you think might be interested. It helps others find us. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave us a review. To get in touch with us, you can email us at hspconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you with your thoughts and comments on the episodes and any suggestions you have for future topics and guests. We are both HSP coaches and speakers. And to find out more about Robbie, go to Robbie Lee, that's L-E-I-G-H dot com. And to find out more about Philippa, go to safeandsupported.co.uk. See you next time.